1: Well, um, congratulations! I first thing say on a season three because um, we've interviewed you right from season one, and season two, and it's brilliant that it's back again. I've only managed to see two of them, so I've got the others lined up, ready to go. Very, very slick. They look as fantastic as they did uh, this, the, the other two seasons. Um, what's different this time round? Have you moved it <laughs> I on? Know,
2: I know. I, th- I think we just we all felt a pressure coming back after this much time away to be more ambitious and to make sure we deliver because you know we could have just faded away and we did we you know we got the opportunity to come back and it's not worth coming back if you're not going to come back and be a a bigger better version of what you were so i think on every level uh we've tried to just raise the ambition of the show
1: so it looks like that the fight scenes which is sort of the key things particularly for for our audience um, and are full-on furious and they they sort of taken it to another level so you definitely succeeded in in that regard yes
2: yeah i I actually feel that way i said to brett you know brett brett chan's our 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 stunt coordinator and our fight coordinator and i think he was so heartbroken when we didn't come back that when we did come back he was sort of like a horse out of the gate he'd probably been thinking about fights for two years that he wanted to do (laughs) you know we spent a lot of time just trying to cut down what he designed into you know something short enough to put in the show we could have had hour-long fights like he was just (laughs) so excited to just bring it back and I think the fights are definitely uh, up another level they
1: definitely are and if you wanted to do extras you could just uh, do an extended fight sequence but it's it's for folks like myself and our audience because
2: you should get Brett to share with you Brett Brett does very produced videos of all the um pre of all the fights So he's got a lot of stuff that never makes it on to the show like tons of martial wow. arts action mm-hmm. wow. I guess you guys should just do a feature on brett
1: mm-hmm. i'd love to that would be a stunning thing definitely yeah. and what what is brett's background then is it jkd and sort of Is that a question for you I, I
2: believe i believe his large he, he has a seventh degree black belt in shotokan if i'm not mistaken which is oh. uh you know but he studied uh krav maga uh, um gung fu um, he, he seems to speak very knowledgeably about Jeet Kune Kundo I don't know what his exact experience with it is well
1: it, it all looks very good gritty and um uh, and, and powerful powerful stuff it's for shannon so with the limited notes your, your your father left how do you how do you had how, how did you develop this sort of this season particularly was it just based on taking his philosophy and the powerful sort of messages within that and bringing that through um is that what sort of drove sort of um his his vision.
0: Well I'll tell you um you know the original treatment and my father's notes they really they really are sort of the the soul of the show they're 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 the they create the tone and the energy and the perspective of the show and then Jonathan and <laughs> um uh you know help to build that out into a much bigger um, more complex and beautiful Um, world. But that original treatment, you know, always talked about the arc of the main character of Assam. And I think in this season, we're sort of seeing him have to decide whether he wants to be a true warrior or if he's going to just be a gangster. And, you know, all of the soul of that transformation and and of the struggle of all of our characters in this world are um, energetically within the Mm -hmm. the treatment of my father's but you know the way in which and the just beautiful array of characters that we have and their complexities and their struggles are all things that Jonathan and and the and Evan and Josh and the other writers have done such a beautiful job of creating because you know, the treatment was created in the sixties and seventies. It was it it was a time when episodic TV was very different than it is now. And so um, you know, hats off to to Jonathan.
1: How do you go about writing that? Do you have a writer's room and everyone's pitching yeah, their It and... takes
2: it takes a lot of people. It's not it's not me alone. Um, um and then this season in particular, uh Evan and Josh, who were uh writers and producers on the show for the first two seasons, they really took over as showrunners this season um so we all did a writer's room together what was nice about the writer's room is we we really had a lot of familiar faces in the room you know a lot of people were happy to come back uh this was the first year uh Hoon Lee one of our actors actually uh, became a writer on the show he was in the writer's room and he wrote one of the episodes um and um yeah so we all sit in the room together we sort of go back to the thematic core of what's the show about um and you know what's our emotional goal what's our what's our spiritual goal what's our political goal And then we weave the story around that, and that takes a a few months, and then and then a bunch of writing, and uh, yeah, and then it's just figuring out, you know, where the conflicts are, where the fights are, where the love is, and and where we're going to leave our characters at the end of the season.
1: Which is a question that is baking there. Is is it's the end of this season? Um, Is there in the offing a season four? Is that something that uh,
2: we would love to do one? It feels like a
1: story that is is that could very much the unfolding of America. Um, yeah. and it feels yeah. like it should continue because it's an un- it's an un- ending story yeah we
2: would love to
0: yeah we certainly feel it should continue
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, what would it take for that to happen is it just that uh, i presume massive success obviously but um is it i suppose the changing nature of um uh, sort of the the, the broadcasting and uh, commissioning
2: background i, I of- think i think no matter how it changes the answer is always the same if the viewers come we'll be asked to do more and our hope is the viewers will come
1: they will come at least our audience will. it's it's um it's a it's a gift for our 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 audience do you do martial arts and and i did
2: i did I'm, i'm retired now i now i write it for other people to do um i did from about the age of 11 to probably 30. um and uh and then just life i had to sort of make some choices about you know it was it was pretty clear i was never going to be that great so um, <laughs> i had to pick the stuff, the stuff i it was writing or martial arts i went with writing uh, so but you so have
0: this, a black belt right
2: this, yeah 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 i was a degree black belt in kung fu and and i did uh i actually in college i actually taught uh i taught to uh sort of make some extra money um but yeah then life got in the way and uh yeah my brain still thinks I could do it, but I'm sure that as soon as I did that, I'd, there'd be a harsh harsh wake-up call. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but do you feel that informs your sense of how to write the story and how you um, write a conflict and how it's resolved and all that sort of thing?
2: The story points I don't think are necessarily informed by... Uh, by my martial arts training as much as by many decades of martial arts movie watching. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, there, there are certain traditions uh, and tropes of, of martial arts movies that we either celebrate or subvert and, and years of, you know, having watched, you know, Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris, Jean-Claude Van Damme, um, you know, Steven Seagal, everyone in between uh, Scott Atkins, you know, just, you know, go down the list, Mark Dacascos those who we were lucky enough to, to pull on for the show this year they, you know just that's definitely ingrained in, in everyone in the room is very well versed in that stuff
1: so you mentioned politics and that sort of thing is do you think this is a particularly relevant and resonant series um given what's happening right now in, in the world and that whole idea of um, conflict and racial tension is that particularly why it sort of strikes a chord do you think with an audience as well as having all the action within it
0: for sure. I mean, I think it's sort of, um, uh, in some ways, you you know, a difficult, um, thing to realize that our show is reflecting current times in a lot of ways. Um, you know, we've, this country has always had, um, some difficult immigration issues, uh, issues of, you know, racism xenophobia th- that sort of thing um certainly with the you know asian hate that popped up during the pandemic um that is something that was happening back in the 19th century uh, very uh prevalently so it's um it's um i think our show does inform uh current times in a lot of ways and creates sort of a um a a, a way of hopefully seeing the world through our characters' eyes and and understanding that their struggle to is to live the American dream is, you know, a struggle that everyone has. And I know that a lot of people said to me during the pandemic and during the real rise in Asian hate that our show was actually very uh, sort of uh, like a balm for their soul, and and em- empowering in some ways to see our characters be such strong, complex, um and confident, um ass kicking characters. <laughs> that, that that it uh, it really helped them in a lot of ways.
1: take moving that on as well is is the the role of women uh, to mm-hmm. all the characters is a huge sea change from back from the sixties and seventies. So that sort of is that something you are particularly Obviously, you are. Um, so could you talk a bit about how you're celebrating the role of women?
0: You know, for, for me, whenever we would be in discussion about the characters and the scripts and reading the scripts, i always got my eye on the women characters and wanting to make sure that they're um, strong, complex, you know, um, characters and, and um, not just, you know, uh, uh, damsels in distress or any of that sort of thing. And and I think that um, all the writers do an amazing job of making sure that the women um, are very strong characters with great story arcs and and can be surprising in a lot of ways and really stand up for themselves, which is, you know, obviously back in those times would have been really difficult, but also many women are are doing all the time you know whether it's uh seen or celebrated and we definitely get to see and celebrate it on our show
2: yeah you know, if the, the show is a bit anachronistic on purpose and if we could put gangsters in our uh, 1870s gangsters in Armani suits we can make uh women more powerful than maybe they were allowed to be back then
1: you know? <laughs> well, I think you're doing a fantastic job and I think it's a great sort of flagpole for, for change and uh and and a light that's illuminating some dark things that shouldn't be um, and that's a good way to do it which is partly what I think martial arts is all about is changing people's philosophy personality and the way they are in the world. So are you doing anything particular to celebrate um, enter, the, uh, uh, enter the Dragon it's um, 50 years since 1973 um, and also you know, unfortunate passing of your father so is it something that you're going to look to tie anything to this or is it just as a outside of warrior is there something you're going to be doing
0: um well we're definitely going to tie some uh, celebrations and acknowledgments of my father's you know we call it the 50th anniversary of his legacy and um and this show is squarely a part of his legacy and um, I believe our shows air on Thursdays here in the States anyway, and July 20th, which is the actual date of his passing, um, will be an airing of a very special episode. Um, uh,
2: July, July 20th, right. Yeah. July 20th. Getting, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, and and yes, there are going to be many other celebrations, both virtual and on social media, you know, on social media and in different ways um, across a lot of our platforms. So
2: and the show also the, the show has done something uh, uh secret and surprising uh, that comes up in an episode right around that, that same date. That is a special tribute to to the legacy of Bruce Lee.
1: And is that why it's coming out on the 20th of July.
2: That's a great. Uh, we can call it a coincidence or a great <laughs> cosmic uh, convergence. But yes,
1: a <laughs> bit convergence. I like that. Well, thank you very much, and I hope and look forward to season four. And uh, please keep on going. Sports
2: Social Podcast Network.